him to us. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, please anoint Brother Roger. Please anoint Brother Roger. Help him, oh, God. Help him, oh, God. Hallelujah. While you're still standing, I need, I've got one more request to put before you. Brother Mike Roberts has been very, very sick. Been, uh, his blood, some way, is losing blood. And the dialysis is not going well. And he's very, very weak, very sick at home. And I'd like for you to pray for Brother Mike Roberts this morning. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, minister to Brother Mike. Touch him, O God. Lord, I thank you that you're the sovereign God. And you're able to minister according as you, your divine plan is. Please strengthen and minister to us and our people. We'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, Brother Roger Boyd. Thank you, Pastor. Certainly a privilege to be back in the house of the Lord this morning to see this wonderful congregation. Certainly covet your prayers. Sister Pam Pruitt, uh, her and her family I was her pastor for 13 years there in Alabama. When she called today crying, her mother lives in Florida, and I told her I'd have special prayer for her. She's got the virus, and she's got a lot of health issues, and she really needs God to touch her. Her name's Sister Beverly. If you would remember her in prayer, if you wouldn't care, just one more time, lift your hand. Ask God to touch her. Dear Jesus. Lord, you know she's been a faithful lady, the saint of God. Lord, would you come down to her, touch her this morning? Please, Lord. She's in the hospital away from her family, and they can't get to her. They can't be close to her. Lord, move in this situation. We'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Beverly is old brother Williams. You remember old brother Williams there in Florida, brother Philip. Me and Brother David went down, preached him a revival. I preached uh, different revivals for old Brother Williams. She's Brother Williams' daughter, Sister Pam's mother. If you have your Bibles, like to read with us in the book of Luke. Certainly covet your prayers this morning. And uh, I feel like this is what the Lord dealt with my heart. I, I've studied on this for quite some time, but that don't mean I can do a good job of it. I just... I do whatever I feel of the Lord and uh, trust it will be an encouragement and a help to you in this journey of life. Oh, we're at a breakneck speed through this journey of life. Time is passing so swiftly. Luke 9 and 57, it came to pass, I've got a ringing up here, Brother Billy. And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, and let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. 
If the Lord would help us for just a little while this morning, and you'd pray for us, I'd like, I'd like to preach on what's the cost of following Jesus. What is the cost of following Jesus? This first man here that I read to you about came to the Lord. And, uh, you know, Jesus was traveling from Galilee through Samaria down to Jerusalem. And so he, he's going from an appointment that will uh, end in his uh, earthly ministry. And uh, as he travels, this man came. You might, you might say, church, he was a, a volunteer. Jesus didn't single him out. He came to the Lord. He came to Jesus. He came and he said here, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. He was saying, I want to be your disciple. I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to be uh, your servant. Whatever it costs me, I want to go to heaven. You know, I've had people to tell me that just recently. I don't want to go to hell, Brother Roger. I had a man just text me just, just the other day. I don't want to die and go to hell. And yet he's lost this morning. And I begged him to come today. But, I, you know, church... This, this man here in our story said, I want to be your disciple. And Jesus made it plain to this man here right off. It's not going to be easy, huh? I know uh, people, you know, there, there are comforts and convenience in life, but I, I, I'm not uh, promising you any of those things here in this story. This, this same story is recorded in Matthew 8, and he called him a scribe. And uh, a scribe is a man of letter. He is uh, an educated man. He, uh, uh, the scribes, uh, they held the better job, the teachers, the instructors uh, of others. This man was a scribe. No doubt he had a comfortable living. Uh, he didn't have a lot of wants in life. And he, he comes to the Lord and he said, I'd like to be your disciple. I'd like to be a follower of Jesus. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven. Jesus told him plain, no cover up here. Sir, it's not going to be easy. Huh? No, this is, this is not going to be a, a pleasant adventure. There's going to be hardships. There's going to be a cross to carry. You know, a lot of people, they want this way as long as there's no cross to carry. No burden. Church, there, there are those that uh, paint this as being a rose-through path. You know, I, I, I've told this before, but several years ago, I got a, a letter in the mail. It was uh, a random, uh, you know, mailing address, you know, random mail. And it said, uh, uh, this uh, Reverend Ewing, I think he was from Montgomery, Alabama, and he said the Lord had dealt with him, and uh, laid me on his heart that I had a need, and he wanted to pray for my need. And then he had a, a list down under wanting to know what my need was. Well, I figured, Brother Philip, if the Lord showed him I had a need, surely he could show him what the need was. You know, and he went on down, and, well, I, I read all the things he had down, and then it down at the end it had others. If, one, if my need wasn't on there, he had an other there. So I knew what he was wanting. I said, it's financial. Send me some money. Well, a few days I got a letter back and it had a little packet in it. 
like uh, mustard or ketchup comes in. And, and it said, this is anointing oil. And he had prayed over it and, and everything. And he wanted me to take my wallet out and take the biggest bill in my wallet and anoint it with this anointing oil that he had prayed over and send it to him for seed faith. Huh? You know, a church... Uh, you know, there, there are those that paint all this rose-through path. I'm telling you, it's not a rose-through path. There are burdens to bear. There are a cross to carry. You come to Jesus and you won't never, ever have another problem. Have you ever heard that? Well, I'm telling you, some of these your uh, uh, radio and TV preachers, Man, they can paint a rose through pad. You won't never, ever have it. There, there are those that will promise you the moon, all the nice things, all the pleasantry of life uh, that the world offers church. But I want you to know Jesus didn't do that. He told this man here plainly, this way is a way of sacrifice. Jesus told this young ruler here in Mark 10 and 21, after he told him to sell what he had and give to the poor, he said, take up the cross and follow me. You see, there is a cross to carry. Luke 9 and 23, he said, take up the cross daily and follow me. I mean, it's a daily. Jesus said here, in verse 58, foxes have holes, the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. So all I can promise you, if you'll be my disciple, my father, is a life of sacrifice. A life with hardship. But over there, church, I'm telling you, I'm glad it's not just on this side. There, you know, uh, God gives us victory on this side, and there's times that that we sit in heavenly places on this side of eternity. But over there, brother, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. So all he promised. And so we see this, uh, this man here. He, he backs out of this. He left just, just like the rich young ruler did. The rich young ruler even got down on his knees and he said, Lord, I, I, I want to go to heaven. I mean, I, 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 I just got to go. I, 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 I want to uh, be your disciple. I want to be a, a father. He seems so sincere, church. So earnest, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, you know, he had such determination uh, to be a follower of Jesus. Oh, what a, a, an excellent spirit it seemed for a person to, uh, to come and, and agree to follow Jesus. To get on his knees humbly, amen. Uh, here's somebody that wants to go to heaven and seem like he's doing everything. And this is someone that is, uh, uh, you know, fed up with the world and he wants to see the glory of God. He wants the victory of God in his life. And Jesus says, one thing you lack. And it erases all of his desire to be a follower of Christ. This man, he comes voluntarily at this rich ruler here, he, he came the same way, church. And both said they wanted to be the Lord's disciple. How determined are we to be a follower of Jesus Christ? 
Uh, what is uh, uh, the cause to be a follower of Jesus? They both said they wanted to be the Lord's and church. You'll notice in both of these men here, Jesus made it so plain. Uh, there are some sacrifices involved in this. And he let them know uh, there are some hardships. And Jesus put it as down to earth as anybody could put it. The foxes have holes. The birds of the air have nets. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And you want to be a follower of me? Prepare uh, for some sacrifice. If you want to be a follower of me, prepare for some hardship because it's not a road through path. I remember something about a missionary, and maybe some of you had just come to me while I was in prayer. Uh, this missionary, he had come back from a missionary journey, and I was a celebrity on that boat. And he got off in front of this missionary, and they broke out the band, and they had a, 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 a big crowd, and, and they hoorahed and everything, uh, that he'd come home, and, and what a celebration they had. And the old missionary got off the boat, and there was no celebration. There was nobody to greet him. And he said, Lord, I'll give my whole life for you, for the labor that, uh, 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 for you, and there's no one to greet me. And he said, the Lord spoke to him. He said, you're not home yet. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you nothing. You suffer in this life for Christ's sake. I will go unrewarded in the end, church. Oh, uh, you know, we got to get ready for hardship. And it seems to me this man lost interest after uh, that Jesus told him there's going to be sacrifices and hardship. You know, how much are you willing to sacrifice? That rich young ruler wasn't willing to sacrifice his money. Oh, some people, they are, they are uh, so devoted to serve God if it don't cost them anything. You know, there, there are those that will come if you'll give them everything to allow them to come. I remember Brother Benny Sutherland telling me about this couple and they had a, a young daughter with them. that came into his uh, uh, church service one Sunday morning. Uh, and uh, uh, they, uh, Brother Scott met him there at the back of the church, and, and he was greeting the people, and, and, and uh, you know, and he's getting their name and everything. And they said, where's the coffee and donuts? He said, we don't have any coffee and donuts to offer you, but we offer you the word of God, and we offer you prayer and, and a place to worship. They said, no thanks, and they turned and walked away. How determined are we? You know, if the wages is high enough, they'll come. If the prize and the reward is enough, they'll come. This man may have wanted all of that, church. The, 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 the rich young ruler may have wanted all of that. I don't know. Hey, but Jesus said that not all. Hey, hey church, that's not how it is. If you want to be my disciple, you've got to take up the cross. You've got to bear that cross. God laid upon my back a heavy load across to carry along the road. I staggered on and low one weary day. An angry line sprang across my way. I prayed and swifted its command. The cross became a weapon in my hand. I slew my raging enemy and then it became a cross upon my back again. I reached the desert o'er the burning track and preserved a cross upon my back. No shade was there and in the cruel sun I sank and thought my day was done. But lo, the Lord did work a bliss surprise. The cross became a tree before my eyes. I slept, awoke, could feel the strength of ten. 
But found the cross upon my back again. And all those days from then to this across my burden became my bliss. Nor ever shall I lay my burden down. For God someday will make my cross my crown. We got to be faithful to the end of the journey. As much as you and I, church, want to go to heaven, if we're not willing to forsake all and bid this world goodbye, we'll not be a follower of Jesus Christ. We'll not be his disciple. We'll not be among those. Hey, hey, church, there are those that volunteer without counting the cause. There is a cost in serving Jesus. Matthew 21 and 28, Jesus gave us a parable here said a certain man had two sons, and he came to him first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And he, be, and he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he, said, he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whither of, the, of them twain did the will of his father? And they say unto him the first, Oh, I told my father, that I would go, and I had a fishing trip. Well, I'm just going to go fishing. I'll go work for him later. Is that the attitude of so many people? Their prayer time, their study time, huh? the burdens of life, those that are in need, those that, that need our prayers, but yet we preoccupy ourselves with everything else that we don't have time to do what needs to be done. And so we look here, they say unto him the first, Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, the republican and the harlots uh, go into the kingdom of God before you. Brother, there are those that want to go to heaven, but they're not willing to let go of those things that have them accumulated in their life until uh, they don't have time to serve Jesus. What's the burdens of our heart, church? Are we willing to make the sacrifice to make heaven our home? They're not willing to sit down and count the cost. There is a cost, church. There's a burden that we bear daily, the cross. Hey, hey, you know, uh, uh, so many people... Uh, they, uh, they're not willing to give up all the, the trinkets of life, those little things that keep them back from doing what they really know they need to do to serve the Lord. Amen. This man wanted to go to real bad church, but, but he failed to realize uh, what, <coughs> what would be expected of him to follow Jesus. Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 2 and 9, Let every man that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Oh, in Luke 9, the Bible tells about a man came to where Jesus was, and he asked to be his disciple. And Jesus was now on his way to Jerusalem, and he'll, he'll soon be arrested and crucified on the cross. And on his way to the cross, this man comes, and he says, Lord, I want to be your disciple. I want to be a follower of you. And Jesus, knowing what lay ahead, knowing that he would go to the cross, knowing uh, that he uh, would die, he knew some of them uh, in the, the near future would face death themselves. Some of his uh, followers would lay down their life to be his disciple. And so Jesus tells this man, if you follow me, it's going to cost you. Now, are you willing to pay the price?
to follow Jesus? That's the question that we need to ask ourselves. Don't act in hate. Look it over carefully and then take up the cross and follow me. Brother, he said, come, let us reason together. Brother, you need to weigh all this out. There's a lot of things that we need to settle in our mind before we take up the cross and follow Jesus. Don't be one that starts and stops and starts and stops, but be one that commits himself to serving the Lord. You know, I, I, I've seen folks come uh, with such a blaze, Brother Philip, and, and hear uh, uh, them testify of how, uh, you know, they, they were, they were going to follow the Lord and all they were going to do for Jesus. And the first little trial that come their way, they throw up their hands and quit. But when we look at this thing, you know, these followers that said they wanted to be a disciple, when they faced life and they seen their, their battles to fight, there are obstacles that get in our way. The enemy is going to throw every roadblock he can in front of you to see if he can discourage you on this journey. You've got to have a made-up mind. I must make it. Paul told Timothy there in 1 Timothy 6 and 12, fight the good fight of faith. Brother James done a tremendous job on that the other day. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou hast also called, uh, uh, thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I'm telling you, when you witness to the world what all you're going to do, and then the first little problem comes your way, you discourage other people from even trying. Huh? I've, I've had people tell me, Brother Roy Dale, if he can't make it, there ain't no need of me even trying. I'm telling you, God made it so even a wayfaring man should not err. He said, my yoke is easy, my burdens lie. It's those other things that pull in our heart that sidetrack us from the true uh, vision of what Christ. You know, Lord, whatever it takes, I, I, I've got to make. That is a determination we've got to have. It uh, doesn't matter if there's a cross to carry. No matter the matter, I still want to follow Jesus. I still, I'm telling you, I've been 50 years plus on this journey, and I've had a lot of obstacles that come my way. I don't want to get this fur on the journey, Brother Philip, and throw up my hands and quit. Uh, brother, it's no time to get discouraged, Brother Randall. It's a time to press on in this way and make up our mind. Whatever it takes, we've got to make it to heaven. Listen to what Ruth said in Ruth 1 and 16. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. Whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Oh, church, that's the kind of determination to have a made-up mind. You see, Naomi had just told them how difficult it was going to be. She had lost her husband, now she's lost her two sons. Ruth had lost her husband, and Naomi was... Heading back to her own homeland. She had no grandchildren from these two daughter-in-laws. And so there was nothing for her to stay there for. So she's going back home. It'd be a lot different than uh, 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 
uh, what she was accustomed to uh, for Ruth. And so Naomi tells Ruth, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a rose through path. You, you come to me, if you follow me, it's going to be hard. The world is going to hate you. They'll make fun of you. They'll call you a holy roller. They'll call you this. But Ruth said, Naomi, I've counted it all, the cost here. And I've weighed it all out, every which way that you can weigh it. So don't try to talk me out of it. I want to go with you. Entreat me not to leave thee. You know, church, Jesus painted this kind of picture, a plane, and he told those men that wanted to follow him, he told them that the, uh, they hated him, they'd hate them also. Uh, but thank God for those that said, Lord, we'll do it anyway. We're going to follow Jesus. I'm telling you, uh, and uh, uh, you study through the book of Acts, uh, brother, the hardships that was upon the church, the persecution that they suffered, you know, they didn't quit. The Bible said they fled to other places and they took the word of God with them, the Lord working with them. I'm telling you, if you're persecuted, don't give up. Just keep on keeping on. Hey, what's that old song? He told me that the world would hate me if he wrote my name. He told me the world would hate me. I said, Lord, it'll be all right. Just write my name in the book of life. Oh, I want my name up. Thank God for those that said, I'll do anything if you'll save me. That's the, the spirit that Ruth had here. That's the spirit that followed Naomi back. No matter what, I, I, I want to be your disciple. No, whatever the cause, Lord, I still want to follow you. I want your God to be my God, your people to be my people. I'm telling you, when I give my life to Jesus, I change companies. Thank God. Some of the best people I ever met is right in the house of God. You know, Peter, Peter did that. You remember he told the Lord there in Mark 14, 29, and I'm about to close. Although all shall be offended, yet will I not. Jesus told him, no, Peter, you're going to deny me. No, Lord, not me. Not me. He said, Lord, if I should die with thee, I will not deny thee in any wise. Oh, I'm telling you, church, when the chips were down, when the test was on, when the furnace was heated seven times hotter, Peter denied the Lord. Peter had not really considered the cost at that time. But, oh, I'm glad he really got his foot on the rock. And he realized this is the only way. No turning back. Those that come to Christ need to take up the cross. Hey, they need to count it how close it is. The countdown has started, church. The last judgment of God is about to settle down. And church will soon be caught up to be with the Lord. I'm telling you, we're nearing the time of great tribulation. It's not a time to fall away. I seen a lady, the wife and I, would uh, talk to her. She's out of the house of God right now. Oh, such a, such a precious mother she had, a godly mother and grandmother. And to let the enemy destroy her, it breaks my heart. I'm telling you, church, it's not a time to quit. It's a time to counter cause. And those that are going to follow Jesus, they must take a hold of the plow and don't look back.
Don't let the devil sidetrack your mind on things over here that's better, things over here that's better. Brother, the best thing you can do is stay straight on the road. If you're going to follow the Lord, count the cost. As Luke said, take up your cross daily and follow. Hey, that, that didn't sit well with uh, this rich ruler here, so he left. That didn't sit well with these others, so they left one by one. They left. You know, when, when, when so many, come, come sis and get us a song. When so many of Jesus' followers turned back at his saying, he looked at his disciples. And he said, will you also go away? Will you go away? When you come up against some hardships, when those that are close to your heart, will you go away? Will you turn your back on Christ? My question to us this morning, if, if trouble comes your way, and when the way gets hard and the pressure's on, and, brother, there will be times the pressure will be on. You hear me? I'd like to encourage you this morning, stay the course. Follow Jesus. Follow the Lord. The prize is at the end of the way. What's that old song? When the way is hard and long, and I press beneath the throne, hold to my hand. Dear Lord, I pray, give me grace to shout and shine. Ever in the love divine, Lord, lead me on. From day to day, we need him to lead us on in this hour. Stand with me all over the house. My little message to you, what's the cost in following Jesus? We've got to count the cost. Realize what's at stake. And realize our soul is the most important thing that we own. Our soul. David said he held it in his hand. The choice is up to you and I. We'll either choose Christ and the way of the cross or we'll take this world and the wealth thereof but the Bible said if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul what have you gained or what would you give in exchange for your soul you see we're all going to die no not everybody's going to die from the coronavirus but we're going to die for some, from something the main most important thing when we come down to measure arms with death and we look at it and we realize all those wasted years that we could have served the Lord and entered into life eternal forever with Him. The choice is up to you and I today. Count the cost. Take up the cross. Bear it. Bear it with honor. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who will see us through to victory, regardless of the circumstances of life. If you'll always do what's right and be faithful unto God, he'll see you through. These altars are open this morning. Would you come? Come down around these altars. Let's spend some time in prayer. If the load's been heavy, if the cross has been heavy, come to Jesus. He'll help you today. Would you give it to him today? Turn it over to the Lord give your life to Jesus this morning. As they come around these altars and you're listening or whatever, would you find your place to pray and settle it today? Settle it now once and for all, Lord. Whatever the call, whatever it takes, I want to make it. Oh, he's worth serving this morning, church. 